Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We've got a great show in store. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to share about one of our amazing partners, BetterHelp. I had a conversation with a friend literally this week that resulted in an aha moment for me about something I was struggling with. Getting to know ourselves better is a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing, God willing. I always want to be growing and changing. Therapy is all about going deeper into your self-awareness. It's just reality that sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through those things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Y'all know how much my relationship with my counselor has helped me. I tell you all the time. And since BetterHelp is entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and to fit in your schedule. They've helped remove so many of the obstacles that sometimes keep people from getting the help they need. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So you're sure to be working with someone who is a good match for you. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. Today on the show, we've got a return visit from one of our very favorite voices in the world, Lauren Daigle. You may remember her from the previous episodes she's been on, episode 158 and episode 28. 82. You can go back and listen to those if you miss them. Lauren is a two-time Grammy, seven-time Billboard Music Award, and four-time American Music Award winner. Let's go, Lauren. She has two consecutive platinum albums under her belt, How Can It Be and Look Up Child. She's an absolute powerhouse vocalist, but more than that, she's our fun, beautiful, creative friend. She's got a new album coming out soon, and her most recent single, Thank God I Do, is out now. She wrote this one with Jason Ingram, who I love, and he is her co-writer on the song You Say. Needless to say she's speaking directly to our heart with her music like she always does i'm so excited to get to catch up with her and can't wait for y'all to hear this one so here is my conversation with lauren daigle Lauren Daigle, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. Thanks, Annie. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> I'm so happy to be what here. What a treat. I love it. I just, I love being with you. I love being with you. Thank you. It just, being around you makes me feel freer. 
and it, I just love it. Okay, so, it's, thank you. It's because we're kindred spirits. Oh, well, certainly. because that is exactly why today I was like, I'm I'm going into Annie's because let me tell you something. I know it's going to be fun. Yeah. I know I'm going to have a good time. Yes. and it's going to make everything lighter. Yes, it just does. Thank you. Well, yeah. that that's I'm very grateful. It's not always like that in here, so I'm glad that you feel that too. When is it not like that in here? It can get heavy. It can get hard. <laughs> we can have some, but you're right. At some point, we do come to the surface. I'm like, okay, yeah. going deep doesn't mean. Uh, does it mean well, bad? The weight of the water when yeah. you go deep. Ooh, oh, boy. No. won't oh, she do it? Gosh. Oh, wow. Here we go. <laughs> peace, peace, still. No, just, kidding. just kidding. There you go. I'll make you do that. Good key. Thank you. It just, I had to go deep, or yeah. that was the only hope we had. Yeah, I was trying to jump the octave because I was going to meet you there. Yeah. And I was like, that is not your morning voice. <laughs> Morning voice. Hello. Um, okay, so tell me, I one of my favorite things is people ask for you to come on the show all the time. Really? And I th- oh, LD, if you knew. There are so many messages. I want to be like, you guys, I know she's coming. She can't. <laughs> it, I, sometimes I want to show people the calendar on the wall and be like, yeah. everyone you're asking for except Chip and Joanna is coming. Yes. Just hang on. They're yes. all coming. <laughs> so tell me about the last <clears throat> six months. What have you been oh. working on? What have you been doing? Okay, let's see. I went in the studio. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was like in May. So a was little it? So for a be- year. Behind. Oh yeah. my gosh. We've been in, I know. It's so been you started full. recording in May? So these songs yeah. were written before May. Yeah. This is or do you write as you go? Annie, Annie this is in a two-year process, honey. Wow. This is in, in the sense of, Lauren, what takes you so long to write a record? I don't know. A global pandemic. Right. That has something to do with right. it. Right. And simply... Just really wanting to like pour into those songs. I mean, to be fair, after the global pandemic, you did a world tour. Yeah, we so. started we started touring again. Yes, yes. And, and because I wanted to finish what we started. Yeah. I'm like one of those people. I can't start the next thing until the last task is finished. Yes. yes. So I needed in my brain to close the look up child chapter. Yeah. And then begin writing for this. I so. wonder. Oh, that's really interesting. It's like I have to finish this. Mm-hmm. In yeah. order to be able, because it would have hung on yeah. the whole time. That's like people that can tour and write at the same time. Like, yeah. God anoint me. Right. One day I'll be able to do that. Yeah. But I just have always been the person. I need to stay in where I'm at. I need to stay focused 100%. Yeah. And then I can transition. And I also am like a sucker for closure. So I always oh. need to have legitimate closure. Uh-huh. That's Enneagram 7 in us. Oh Tell God. me I finished. Tell me I finished. Tell me it's done. <laughs> yes, that's and right. And it's that. And it's yeah. like, but I also have to know that I soaked up every little drop of lemon juice out of this yeah. lemon. Like I got to yeah. know I got every last drop out. So... I knew that wasn't the case with having the pandemic kind of close off the tour. Yeah. When we opened back up again, I was yeah. like, I have to. Yes. I have to get yes. out there. Yes. So we finished that and then um, started writing. Mm-hmm. So I took us back uh, your six months. I took us back two yeah. years. <laughs> no, I want so that. Then we started writing October of 2020 and then wrote for, yeah, uh, over a year. And then Who's we when you say we? Great question. I love talking about the writers. Natalie Hemby, yeah. Topher Brown, Jonas Myron, Amy Wodge, Mike Elizondo, yeah. Jason Ingram. I met I Jason that, Ingram in real life for the Lori first McKenna. time. Oh, and lo- yeah. listen, yeah. Lori McKenna. Yeah. Okay. We need to talk about Jason Ingram and yeah. Lori McKenna. Hold on. Okay. Jason Ingram, I met him at your show oh, at Bridgestone. Yes. I mean, we had like 
knew who each other yes, was through yes, the yes. internet and through mutual friends. But I was like, you're one of the most talented humans. I'm so glad to look at your face yeah. and tell you. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. Your single that came out, Thank God I Do, is with Jason. Yes. Right? It was the first time we'd written in three years. Whoa. <clears throat> the first time we'd written together. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, he yeah, writes yeah. every day. Right, 9,000 right, right, times right. a day. So, yes, yeah. Yeah, y'all both written independently. Yeah. That was your first time. Oh, he's just so talented. I know. And Lori McKenna. I know. Whoa. I that mean, my people don't ride. know, she's like a country legend. legend. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't live in Nashville. What? I know. I started the first time I went to the Bluebird when I moved here in 2008. Oh, it was her. And I was like, yes. I'm going to live here forever. Yes. <laughs> she did. She doesn't does she live live? in Nashville. I think she lives in Boston. But she comes in. I'm like, girl, that is legendary. Uh-huh. Like of the legends. I don't even live there. And I pump out all of these yes. major hits. But she is such a true songwriter too yep, which yep. is really special sometimes you go in those rooms and it's very manufactured and yes. there's this whole and she is she wants to get to know you she wants to find the story mm-hmm. she wants to sit and absorb and I loved riding with her yeah. loved it she she like invited me over to her kid's house after for dinner oh, you know she, it was like that kind of thing <gasps> it was just so she's so real so sweet so oh that so yeah. you've been writing on these for two years and then mm-hmm. started being in the studio in May, in May. And then, so May of 2022. Wow. So 2022, May, and then went back in in August. Yeah. And then, so now the last six months, now we arrived to the last six months. Thank you. So the last six months, we've been doing all the, like, putting together of sorts. Yes, yes, yes. Like, getting all the mixes ready, getting all the masters ready, doing the photo shoot, getting the album cover ready, all the packaging. It's been Will you talk about the titling of this album? Oh, yeah. It being self-titled. Yeah. So I was out to dinner with two of my best friends, the Ash Squad. Their last name, Ashland. We went to dinner and leaving dinner, they were like, hey, what are you going to call your album? What's the title of it? I said, y'all, we've been working on this for two years and I still don't have a title. Mm. I said, at some point, that's got to tell me something. And I started like thinking about lyrics. I was like, I could call it this. I could call it this. And... They're like, well, we think it should be self-titled. And I said, what? They said, yeah, we, we just think it should be self-titled. And I said, okay, let me like think on that. They're like, yeah. Lauren, this has been such a revolutionary process for you because it's it was a lot of new writers, but just the overall process was so different. It was, I don't know how to explain it, but I really had to find my voice in this. Mm-hmm. I really had to like learn what is it that I want to express how do I want to create a story? How do I want to be represented sonically? It was yeah. just very different. Yeah. And it was a, a brand new start in so many ways. And so with that, they were like, this is a whole new you that the world is about to encounter. Yes. You should just make it a self-titled record. Wow. And so that's what I did. Okay. So I've gotten to listen to a lot of it. I, I This is what I wrote down. Okay. This album feels like an audio experience of your closet. Oh, yes. That's what it felt. I was yes. like, this feels like Lauren, every kind of Lauren's outfits. Oh, my gosh. That's, I've never, well, that makes sense because we're trying to marry some fashion elements with it. Yes. This is, that is such a great way to say it because I always think about this, this one thing. In order to be an artist, you have to specifically pick your genre. It's like the thing of what is that, yeah. that artist's sound. Yes. And I'm like, Whitney Houston could do a dance track yes. as fast as she could do a ballad. That's right. As fa- she just loved music. And yes. everything that she represented, everything that she brought wasn't one linear thing. Yeah. It was this collage of sorts of yeah. sound. Yeah. yeah. 
And I always thought, how do I, how am I ever going to be someone that can just pick out one thing when I yeah. like so many things? Yeah. And I like communicating stories in such a variety of ways. Yes. Like I love, I love being able to make someone cry just as much as I love to be able to make someone sing for joy. Yeah. I, you know, I love all these places that the human experience entails. So yeah, I really wanted to make a record that was kind of a little bit of all of me. The yes. only thing I didn't get on there was like some hardcore thug rap. <laughs> but maybe next time. We gotta time. save something. Listen, you gotta save some part of your closet. Everybody yeah. gets to hide some part of their closet. So you can hide that. It is, the songs I've gotten to hear, which is a lot of them that are coming. I mean, it is, it's very good, Lauren. Oh, thank and you. And there are some that feel like, look up child. Like there's some mm-hmm. that you go, oh yeah, there she is. Yeah. And the other you're like, is that Lauren Hill? Is that Adele? Is that Taylor Swift? Is that John Mayer? Like, I just hear all these parts of your closet. Yes. It's yeah. so cool. I love that. I, I was hoping when people would listen to the music that they would get doses of images. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. There would be some sort of, yeah, I don't know, experiment as far as like, all right, God, what, what is it that you're actually going to show yes. each individual person? Yes. Because I don't know if, I mean, I know that you get this. Whenever people call you and they say, or write a letter or email or whatever, and they say, oh my gosh, God showed up for me in this way. Yes. Through whatever you did. Yes. Or I guess with you, it'd be like, in that story in yeah. your book, yeah. this is what yeah. I received. And or when this you're is teaching how... on a Sunday, they, yeah. they pull out this one, the yeah. thing you said is this one yes. thing. And I'm like, I don't remember. We were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many moments that I would go on stage, people are like, your voice was so incredible. Like when you hit that note and I'm like. And when I hit that note, I was so flat. I cracked in the middle of it. I, and you just start to realize God really does yep. cover over things. And yes. he really does move through you. And he really does speak through you. Yes. And so even just at the simple sound, I wanted it there to be like some sort of experience. And that's what I look forward to. Like yeah. this imagery of, okay, God, what are you going to reveal to people that hasn't been revealed yet. Yeah. And how are you going to like bring the world together through this record? Yeah. That's something I really, really want to see. Bring the world together through mm-hmm. this record. Yeah. You and I always end up here and it always almost makes me cry. <laughs> the idea of you feel called to such big things oh, that yeah. cost you so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Settle down. <laughs> stop. Stop doing this to yourself, Lauren. I literally you don't have up. to bring the world together. I woke up this I'm morning scared. and I said, I literally laid in bed and I said, okay, I can die by 75 and live the fullest life or I could coast to 95. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. I think 75 sounds great. But just like high speed yeah. to 75. I did it because I was laying in bed. 75 I, is young. <laughs> we got to go to 100. Yeah, we'll say 85. Okay, 85. say 85. I was just laying in bed and thinking, okay, there's so much fulfillment that I gain. Yeah. The, okay, go with me here for just yeah, two seconds. I'm ready. The human capacity. Yeah. We, what are we actually able to hold? Yeah. There are so many stories. Auschwitz. Holocaust, like ISIS, all of these like really, really extreme traumatic experiences. And you see people come to the other side whole. Yes. And it's like, wait, what? How? How? This is such a marvel that the human can be stretched to these dividends and still have something left. Yes. On the flip side, there's this other part that's like, I can only handle this much today I can literally like this is so goofy but I hurt my back lifting something that was not heavy but think about this I lifted something that was not heavy 
and I hurt my back. Yeah. Like what happened in that exchange? Well, it's probably because I'm carrying all these other things mm. internally all the time. Yes. That such a small thing would just tip me over yes. the scale, right? Yes. Okay, so here we are at the human capacity. People can handle these massive atrocities and survive and yes. then be still well on the other side. Yes. And then sometimes the smallest thing can break your back. Yes. It's such a weird thing for me. I have yeah. try I try to put my finger on it all the time like where is the line? Where is the line? What am I going to be stretched to? Yeah. Now go this direction. I love what I get to do. Yeah. I love it with every fiber of my being. Yes. Like it fulfills so much of me. So when I think about capacity and think okay, I don't know. I actually don't know where the line is. Am yeah. I standing at like okay, can Auschwitz be possible in me? Can I survive something to that degree? I don't know if I'm actually made of that. Yeah, Genuinely. Yeah. I don't know if I'm made of that. Or is it this other end that like the smallest thing will tip me over the scale? Yeah. I don't quite know. Yeah. But what I know is the fulfillment of what my world does for me. Yes. What getting to share the love of Christ with every single person that walks on this yes. planet. Yes. I know how much that fills me up. Yes. And in that, I say, to go to these places that might be more difficult or to interact with things that might like bringing the world together, these yes. bold, big statements. Yes. I don't know where the capacity line is, but I know where the fulfillment line is. Wow. And so I just have to think I'm going to sit in fulfillment and maybe in the process, my capacity will be stretched or yeah. maybe it'll break me, but I'll yeah. find out in the weight of fulfillment. Yeah. And even fulfillment can be weighty. You know, even the good things sometimes can be heavy to carry yeah. right yeah. I feel like because of human capacity when you sit in fulfillment it does push out other things yes. you do realize oh fulfillment takes up a lot of yes. space yes. a lot of yes. space yeah but it's I would rather the positive than the negative and yeah. so when I think about these bold statements that's kind of I love them I, our friends just heard Jonathan Rumi on the podcast the Jesus from the chosen oh yeah and the interesting thing is he said it and you said it. And where people on the outside would say, when you have your dream job, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. Those of us who feel like we're in our fulfillment job, mm -hmm. we know that is not true. Mm -hmm. And in fact, what everyone is called to, whether it is to be a nurse mm -hmm. or a stay-at-home mother or father or a globally known singer, mm -hmm. there is a gift and there is a cost. Oh, yeah. And so listening to you and Jonathan both talk about, I choose the cost because the gift is what I'm called to do mm -hmm. yeah. is so encouraging to the rest of us who have normal lives who are mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm actually just called to be a good neighbor. And that will cost me something. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. I oh, think yeah. it's beautiful. People assume everything is very easy for famous people. I don't know mm -hmm. that you would label yourself that way, but yeah. probably you are. <laughs> and like, Jonathan Rumi is too. I mean, you get noticed <laughs> a lot. So it is worth the cost because it's for Jesus, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if it's, it's just for fame, who cares? I know. God, this is not worth it. Not oh, worth it. Oh, my gosh. Not Every person it. listening to this podcast that wants to be famous, pick another option. Yeah, it's anything else. It's not what it is cracked up to be. Also, I did listen to this girl the other day. Uh, she's a comedian. And she was like, people always complain like, oh, my God, I don't want to be famous. Oh, I hate it. Famous. Being famous is so. I love being famous. And she just like, <laughs> she literally flipped it on its head. And I was like, oh, Lord, help me have that approach. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. am the yeah. I am the total opposite. I'm like, what do you mean I have to go to a coffee shop and 
look over my shoulder. Yeah. But <laughs> I, it is it is so uh, interesting. I, I just started The Chosen. So yeah. I'm late to the party. Um, I think you're great. Classic. Everybody, <laughs> everybody uh, can get to the shows they want to watch when they get there. Yeah, so, there you go. Fine. I'm late to the party. But it is really, I actually watched one of the, one of my first episodes, I was watching it with my parents last yeah. night, and they, they're on like episode six or seven or something. Um, of the current season? <laughs> Mom! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I said, are we watching The Chosen? Because yeah. they are on it. And yeah. I, they said, yeah. I said, I'm coming down. I'll come watch it with yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they were. Yeah. But it was when he meets the woman at the well. Yes, yes, is that, yes. Where is that? Um, season one, maybe? Okay, season sure. one. But yes, it's a beautiful episode. Oh, yeah. And I just sat there and thought, oh my gosh. He did not eliminate the difficulty when he looked at Simon Peter and said, hey, I know that you have to leave your wife, but like, what would be the thing that holds you up? And he's like, are you kidding me? My mother-in-law is dying and my wife is there. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, but don't you think I'll provide? He said it without saying it. He let the the audience felt it. Like, oh man, I got to remember like, even in the cost and even in the sacrifice, yeah. there is still provision and there yes. are still things that cover. And I was reading recently, and I do actually believe that this is a, the, you know how God will like drop the things right when you, yeah. right at the right yes. point, he'll, he'll bring you to the right scripture right at yes. the right time. Okay. Well, I was not reading my Bible for a hot minute <laughs> just because I was so, I was so busy and I didn't have that thing on lock. So I ended up, going I went to this girls group yeah. or we have this group text and I said guys I am seeing the fruit of not being in my word and it's wow. not fruit that I enjoy eating yes. it's just not I want to be I want a pure I just want to be connected to God in that way where I can hear his voice in the smallest yeah. of moments yeah. you know and I feel like I'm exchanging that for busyness and wow. I don't like it wow. and where it was costing me was faith and I noticed I became faithless, and then that turns to hopeless. Yeah. And so I started realizing, oh, my gosh, there's all of these moments where I have forfeited that unity. That like, And it doesn't mean this is not to say, oh, you have to work in order to make your way to Christ, right? This is not a workspace. No, but it's an investment. It's an investment. Yeah. And so I ended up telling these girls, look, I'm seeing these fr- this fruit. I don't like it. It don't taste good. I'm on do something about it. And I just flipped open the Bible. I think it was to 1 Timothy. And I said, great, I'm going to start at 1 Timothy and read to the rest of the Bible. (laughs) I was like, that's great. That's good enough for me for right now. And I found myself, I think I spent like two months in 1 Timothy. I read it over and over and over. Then I moved to 2 Timothy and just kept going. Right. And what I, the one overarching theme that I got out of reading 1 and 2 Timothy and then What's after? Titus. Titus Philemon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm singing the song in my head I was that I learned too. as a kid. Yeah. I was doing that. Yeah. Titus. Um, the whole overarching theme is preach the gospel. Yeah. Share the word of God. Preach yes. the gospel in all things. Just preach the gospel. Just yes. preach the gospel. Literally, this does not have to be complex. Preach the gospel. That's it. Tell people about the love of Christ. Lead people. Rebuke them where they need to be. Oh, that's so difficult. Yep. But also... <laughs> Show them love in all of these ways. Yeah. Be righteous. Be honorable in the way that you handle people, the way that yeah. you act. Like, And it's so great for me because I'm someone who needs list. Like if you give me a list 
we can yeah. we can mark it off. Yep. It might not be on the best timeline, but it will get done yeah. eventually. Yeah. And so I needed the list laid out before me of God, how do I yes. live this thing? How do we do this? Yes. And so how do I get good fruit? How do I get good fruit? Right. And I feel like for he dropped that in specifically in this season to show me exactly what the roadmap for mm. this next phase looks like. Yes. Like, what is it with Jonathan that he would say, I want to do this. I want to keep doing this. Yes. And then seeing those episodes last night, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this just brought me right back to First Timothy yes. because it is simply preaching the gospel. And they were able to characterize the lightness of, of yeah. Jesus in such a good way because I feel yeah. like I know I can think that it's this heavy thing that I have to live up to. Yeah, I've got this this God thing that I have to maintain while I'm on this planet, and then yes. when I'm done with this planet, I get to enjoy eternal life, hopefully. Yeah. Maybe. Right. We'll find out. It's like that can get so intense. But yes. just seeing the lightness of Jesus and how he handled the woman at the well, yes. how he embraced her, it just makes you say, that's the same Jesus I want to share with the world. With the world. I want... Every single person, I want them to hear this record and say, who is that Jesus? I haven't heard yeah. of this guy before. I don't yes. know him the way that she's singing about him. And the other thing about this record that's kind of like interesting is even in the songs that aren't, that are about love or about whatever, I still believe that God rides on those airwaves. Oh, dude, you know? that. thank God I do. I literally wrote down, when songs are about Jesus or a dude, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Because like, there are so many parts of Thank God I Do that I'm like, Jesus, I feel that about you. Yes. I feel yes. that about dudes and about Jesus. So, so is it about dudes or is it about Jesus? Jesus. Okay, this is somebody asked me this the other day. This is so, I love. I love that we don't know. I love, I love it, love it. I, uh, I mean, should I stay in the anonymity of it? Or I don't I know. What no, do you want to say? I'm kidding. Um, I wrote this seeing Christ in someone else. So it came from the wow. vantage point of these are all the ways that I have collided with Christ yes. because of how you have treated yes. me. Yes. And wow. so I guess to what answer your honor. question, it's what like beautiful dual- duality. It's both. It's both. Yes. Yeah. It's seeing God in and seeing Jesus yeah, in someone in else. Someone else. Yeah. That is incredible. That's how it feels. Those to me are my favorite songs of yours that I can go like, that's really sweet. Mm -hmm. And also, Jesus, if I was just talking to you, this would be true too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Yes. I, I, it's like putting love letters in people's mouths. Yeah. You know, letting people Boy. be able to communicate things because sometimes people don't know exactly the words to say. And I'm one of them. Yeah. I write songs, but let me tell you, there's a lot of yeah. times I'm like, I don't know what to tell you when right. you tell me that you love me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. But I do find that it's like, it is, I don't know, songs can do that. Yeah. They can just let people have language. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Nutrafol. This happens with y'all too, right? When you get together with your friends, you're sharing all the skincare and hairstyling products you love and which curling irons or wands or flat irons work best. My guess is that you're like my friend group and don't really talk a lot about something that actually affects so many people, women especially, which is thinning hair. It is so common, but going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. It's time to change the conversation and join the thousands of women who are standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Nutrafol 
is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth and thickness and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Yes, 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 yes. They do that through whole body health. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women through all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. They're formulated by physicians using natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients and consistently effective dosages, so you get the most reliable results. And Nutrafol is a simple addition to your daily routine. Just four pills a day, and you'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair in three to six months. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. 3,000-plus Top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. And your friend Annie says yes and amen, too. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code That Sounds Fun to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, Dot com promo code that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Lauren. That sounds fun. Okay, and these are the days which feels like this like this one song felt like, oh, here's chapter two a little bit. Like I was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I hear some look up child, yeah. but I hear chapter two, two of it. Of revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And you said it's not good, then it's not over. Yeah. If oh, it's yeah. not good, then it's not over. Is that true? Is that true? Um, that was Jason, so I'm not taking that. No, uh, yeah, Jason Ingram, we're going to That was a Jason. <laughs> I don't agree with it, but I'll sing it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yes, that whole, that came from, surely I will see the goodness of God in yes. the land of the living. Yes. And that is that one. And then also um, the Bible verse that we all know that's going to slip my mind because it's the easy one. What is it? Uh the Lord will work all things for the good of those who love him and are yeah. called according to his purpose. Yeah. So that, hang hang on, hang tight, hold fast. Because if it isn't good yet, you haven't seen the end. You haven't seen the you end. You haven't seen the end. Yes. It's coming. Yes. Yeah, the goodness will come. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I, so I think for our friends who have already heard, thank God I do, and are like, but where is he? Or where is she? Or oh, where is yeah. he? You're like, if it's not good, it's not over. Yeah. If it's oh, not good, yeah. it's not over. Just hang in there. Yes. Hang in there. Okay, so did you feel Rescue, the song Rescue, mm-hmm. has done like unbelievable viral things on oh. television and on TikTok and, you know, like what? everybody. Am okay. I telling you something you don't know? It is everywhere. People use Rescue. So I guess if you didn't know that, my question isn't as yeah. helpful, but I'm like, <laughs> no, was it. there pressure? Is there pressure that there, one of these songs be a TikTok oh. phenomenon? I mean, I feel uh-uh. like everybody has to write a song that has a dance to right. it now for it to oh, be. Yeah. Do you feel that pressure when no. you're sitting and writing? Great. It's so silly. I, no, here's the deal. Adele said this, uh-huh. and I'm definitely not here to quote Adele. Adele can be Adele. Yeah. But she said something I don't know. She's in her 30s. Yeah. And she said, why in my 30s am I striving to be a TikTok famous person? Mm, like, yeah. leave that for Olivia. Yeah. Rodrigo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And I I feel like there's a little piece of me in this that's like, if I remain authentic and it blows up, what a joy. But yeah. if I create something out of inauthenticity to hit a number or yes. to get. Yes. Oh, gosh, how tired. 
Yeah. I'll be so tired. Right. Because then you're disappointed in on two fronts. Yes. You're disappointed that you weren't you. Yeah. And you're disappointed that it didn't take off if exactly. it doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. I said that to, to Lee. I said, yeah. if this record fails because I was inauthentic in the process, I would be devastated yes. knowing I didn't put who I was in my best yes. in front yes. and push it forward and try to see what I would rather fail knowing I did every single last ditch effort. Yes. To make it successful. Yes. And it just didn't work. Yeah. Then to, and then the flip side of like, okay, what if this is a massive success yeah. and I wasn't true and now I have to carry this and thing yes. and my name is attached to it yes. and my reputation is, it's like, oh gosh, that is so, that would be difficult on all sorts of levels. Yeah. And so I think knowing that I can fail with my head held high and knowing I love what I did, it is true to who I am. It is, If it Lauren, gets on it TikToks is. and it makes a mark, yeah. so be it. Yeah. How fun. Have you defined success and failure for this album? Do you know um, what success is? Well, <laughs> yep. And okay. it's not the answer everybody wants Good. Um, yeah, you don't have to tell no, us. I just no, didn't know if you defined it. No, this is great. So somebody asked me the other day that question. So oh. what what is success for you in this? Yeah. And it was in a meeting. And I said, uh, well... Do you want the truth, the personal, or do you want, like, the business, business side of things? Yes, yes. And they were like, just tell me what comes to mind first. And I said, the fact that it is done That's is it. the biggest success. That's right. I was like, I cannot believe I got the opportunity to work with Mike Elizondo, yeah. like, an incredible producer who yeah. has a pedigree that is far – it is incredible. I mean, he did all the music for Encanto. Yeah. He did – he's worked with everybody you can think yes. of. He is so humble – and getting to sit in that atmosphere every single day of someone who is a true legend of his craft yeah. and flaunts nothing of it. Yeah. Like he's just so simple. Yeah. Um, I think is really special to work with. And then also the pedigree of all the writers. Like yeah. the writers were just so – and they pulled something unique out of me yeah. versus like – and this is this is nothing against the previous two records because those were true to the process as of well. Of course. But this just brought me into a new level of maturity, I think. Yes. It brought me to a higher level of what to fight for in a writing room. Wow. And there was a lot of that. Like, I had to really say, this song might sound the best, but it doesn't say what I want it to say. So wow, I've got, like there is one song that I can think of right now that is would be a banger. I'm talking super successful. Yeah. And I cut it because I said it doesn't say the message that I want to say. Wow. So there was a lot of that activity behind the scenes. We had 38 songs or something like that Gee for this whiz. that we had to cut. So yeah. it was like, all right, well, Let's make this the best thing that we go? can possibly do. Do they live somewhere? They go in a vault and we just... <laughs> You're like Disney. You got some sort of vault with all the goods. Oh my gosh. What? I literally was listening to my voice. I like went through a whole line of voice memos yesterday. Yeah. I have over like 1,600, over 1,000, something crazy Of voice things memos. you just sang. Here's a chorus. Yeah. Here's a... Here's... Dude. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. And I thought, if I die, people are going to get the... Do something with that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do something with it. Feed my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your manager Lee is in the room with yeah. us, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna do something yeah. about it." And which this is a good moment for us to celebrate Lee Holt. 
my oh, very yeah. first manager. We oh. were her first two clients. Yes. And she's such a gift. Such a gift. My gosh. Yes. I don't think Stands, either of us would be sitting here. Stands I with be. us. I was talking to an artist the other day about management, and I said, you know the weight. You know if someone is for you by what they're willing to sacrifice with you. Yes. There's a much greater difference between someone looking at you and saying, you not working is going to cost me, but I know that that's what's best for you, so I'm just going to take it. And we're going to roll knowing that God's going to provide and it's yes, going to be okay. that's it. There are so many managers out there that are like, push, 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 because the only way that they trust is if they have something in their mm-hmm. bank account mm-hmm. coming from someone. And they're... There is something to that. I get it, whatever. But knowing that Lee Holt is someone that sits, that we can genuinely say to other artists, oh, no, you need to find someone like this. Like, you need to find someone like this. I said it at breakfast this this morning. I sat with an author and I said, you need a manager kind of like Lee Holt. Yes. I mean, I was like, yeah. And this is unbelievable. This is another awesome thing is when your parents say the same thing. And my parents are not like deeply entrenched in my they're like, oh, Lauren, you get to sing. This is so cute. Like, <laughs> Are you going to work today? Have a good yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Well, how, what does work on the daily look like for you? <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, they, they're not deeply entrenched. And they are still like, to other artists that come along, yeah. like, hey, you need to talk to Lee yes. Holt. Just yes. even talk to her. Just like yes. learn, you know? Yes. It's really special. Having a, a partner in your business in any way that listens to the spirit. Oh, yeah. Just changes. You just go like, mm-hmm. well, I can totally. My, my manager's that way. Yeah. Lee's that way and still speaks in my life all the yeah. time for free. And uh, <laughs> my business coach is the same way where, where my business coach will sit in the chair you're in and he will go, I know common sense would say this. What if we did this? Mm-hmm. And I go, you know what? If the Holy Spirit's telling us that, we're going to go. Yeah, let's we're try it. Go. It's so much better. It's so much better. Um, okay. Speaking of the Holy Spirit, do you know, I met a jeweler. Oh, a few okay. weeks ago that told me about the first time the Holy Spirit enters someone in the Bible. It's in oh. Exodus. Do you know this story already? No. Okay. This is Exodus 35, verse 30. Then Moses said to the Israelites, see, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills to mm-hmm. make artistic designs and for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of artistic crafts. The first time God puts the Holy Spirit in someone, it's to make art. My gosh. Can you imagine? And so when we were praying before we started, I just felt like the Holy Spirit was like, tell her about Bezalel. That wow. like he's done that in you, Lauren. Like you have wow. sixteen hundred notes in your phone. Wow. Because the Holy Spirit started with an artist. Yeah. Right? Holy cow. Wait, this is this is blowing my mind. I know. Blowing my mind for so many reasons. The very first thing I thought, and this is not What's maybe what you would want me to think, is how think much attack there's an attack on art. Yes. I've literally never I've never heard of that. I know. I've read Exodus. Right. But I've never caught that. I know. And it, sometimes it takes somebody's highlighting. Same. That's Look. what happened for me. The jeweler told yeah. me. I'll sh- I'll share today when the show comes out. I'll share her art. Yes. Her jewelry's beautiful. But okay. she told me. That is, I wa- like, there's times where I'm like, God, can you open that little piece of me up yes. to where I qu- ask questions like, yeah. where was the first time the Holy Spirit entered somebody? Oh, can my gosh. Do an artisan. That? Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. But, man, talk about protection. That's my very first thought is, oh, I'm going to protect this thing. Yes. In 2020, when I had just gotten out of that world tour, we had just come come back from Australia. 
we were starting the North American side of the um, world tour. COVID hits. And I'm in the backyard. And I might have talked about this on the last Mm -hmm. episode. But I'm in the backyard. And God meets me so intensely. And I start singing this song that I haven't. I didn't know where it came from. I literally said, God, is this one of my songs? Like that we, is this one of the like 5,000 songs yeah. that are just yeah. in a vault somewhere? Yeah. Or what? what is this? It's so natural fashion. I Google it and say, yeah. whose lyrics are these? <laughs> you know, yeah. just to make sure it was mine. And it wasn't mine. It was Keith Green. Uh. And he talks about in this song, coming back to his first love mm. and how, He was in a room by himself the night before this particular show. He's sitting in this room, and he is having this massive encounter with God and is like, I have to return to the first love. I have to return like to the skin of a child, to the baby. I want to feel like a baby again. And I feel like there was such a stripping in in a great way Mm -hmm. of all of the things that took place instead of the first love for me in 2020. Like instead of keeping that space holy. Yes. Instead of like, oh, I'm going to protect this with everything. It's more like, oh my gosh, money got involved and now we just have to do the hustle. Like what is this? And I don't, and that's me speaking super candid, but that is the reality is when people become successful in the name of Jesus, so much can become contorted. I mean, it's like very quickly, very quickly. It takes no time at all. And you innocently think, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing the whole time. Like God is growing this thing. Yes. But God isn't going to continue to grow something that he steps out of. Mm. Like in in this sense. Man, that's true for a Bible study on a Tuesday. That's true for a career. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't have to be some like, oh, my gosh, global talk. This is like. Your quickening of your spirit yeah. will change yeah. the more you forfeit the realist thing being yes. front and center. Yes. The more you forfeit God's involvement for your own yes. human plan to like, oh, we got to make this happen or make this happen or make this happen. It's not even in ill will. It just is the way things start to move yes. that you realize, okay, God, I'm... I'm at 2020. The world is losing their minds. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Yeah. Like, wait, I'm Me supposed too. to be. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm supposed to be solid here. This is like yeah. what we're built for. And he literally, he redesigned the purpose. Yeah. He reoriented it. He allowed me to see it in a fresh, brand new way. Yeah. And he allowed purpose to be the thing that drives now versus, wow. oh, I just have to do this to yes. maintain or whatever. Yes. And... When you find yourself wrapped inside of purpose, it is you want to protect. You really realize how valuable something is. And so going back to this passage in Exodus, I feel like God gave me a like a mama bear spirit over what are we going to create? What are we going to write? How are we going to do this? And this like like Bezalel over the tabernacle. Tabernacle. Yeah. Yeah. Like this. And rest, like I'm like a sergeant about rest, yeah. and it's nauseating. It's nauseating <laughs> to be in it, honestly. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But there is a thing about I want to keep creating purely, and I want that to stay protected yeah. because we were at, and I'm just going to go there because that's what we do. 
we were at an award show. Yeah. Where certain things took place. Yeah. That were super controversial. Yeah. And we sat in that room, saw all the things afterwards. And Lee looked at me and she said, we just have to give people another option. It's their choice to choose it or not choose it. But if as artisans, we're not doing anything to move the dial for people to see another option that they don't have to only engage in art and music and creativity that is like sexual or any sort of, yeah, antichrist. antichrist, Yeah. Antichrist. Yeah. Yeah, There's so much involved there. Yeah. And it's like, let's just make something that is actually as beautiful, as inspiring, as like quality as these other people. And give people an option. Give yes. the audiences an option of yes. like, well, I actually really liked this or I liked this. Just presenting an option is something that I feel like God has been saying to the people. Yes. Come on, artisans, wake up, wake yes. up. You have this opportunity. Yes. Like, look at what you can embark upon. You can be a part of building the tabernacle. Yes. Like, you can be a part of something powerful for this generation. Going back to... I want to see the world come together. Like I want this to be something that brings the world together. This is it. There's so much fight between good versus evil. There's so much fight between liberal versus conservative. There's so much. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. And when you see the world swallowing up 28,000 people in Syria, and it's like we're sitting over here like, oh, my God. But, like, did you see that red carpet outfit? It's out of control. Yes. It's just actually all gotten out of control. Yes. And if we don't have something that brings the people of God together. Which is often art. Yes. It is art. It is. Yes. It is. Like Beethoven, Bach, yes. all these people, yes. they were like running to the church to find out where, who are these guys? Yes. Where is this coming from? Yes. They were running to the church. And if you go back, and I know this can be controversial or whatever, but if you go back and look at all of the art that was in all of those cathedrals, in Rome and in like all of the ancient yeah. what they were building and curating and creating with way less technology, yeah. way less I don't even want to say skill because their skill sets were just incredible, but just less less resources, resources. To, like more less machines yes, to help them, yeah. To help them. The quality of what they were able to create. Yes. And I just want to see the world be able to say, I'm running to the church. Yes. What is the church making that I can't get anywhere else? Yes. Like I want that to be the thing that lives. I want it to live on this record. I want it to live in everything I do. I want it to be art forward. We always talk about that creative forward. Like it has to be creative forward. Creative, Creative has to lead the charge on everything that we do because that's, that is how we can see the world. I used to think like with, um, the apartheid that happened in um, South Africa, South Africa with yeah. Graceland, yeah. Paul Simon. And I always thought, I mean, does music really contribute or does it just get in the way? Mm. Like, does it actually create change or does it actually just create noise? Yeah. Is it something that gets in the way and divides people or is it actually something that unifies? Yes. And I feel like music that is bathed in the Holy Spirit And it doesn't necessarily, like for all the listeners, this is going to catch everybody probably off guard. It doesn't necessarily mean Christian music. That's right. It means music that is bathed in the Holy Spirit. Yes. It brings the world together. It does. It brings people together. It brings the body of Christ together. It's something that everybody can agree upon. And there's something really 
powerful when that happens. This doesn't mean that God is not offensive. I fully believe that God is offensive, but it is about his kindness that draws people in. And when there's a hungry and desperate world out there, we get the opportunity to say, hey, I know where the water is if you want to come and take a drink. It's your choice to take a drink. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to force this on you. But if you do want the drink, I got some good water over here. And it ain't a century because they're 5.5 pH now instead of (laughs) 9.5, and I'm mad about it. (laughs) Kidding. No, I think you're so right. That is... The beauty of this, I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking about a bakery. So if there's someone out there that's a baker, yeah. this is for them. But this idea of like, you don't have to be a Christian bakery that mm-hmm. only serves Christians, mm-hmm. but you can make something different that is a place where people feel different when they walk in there. Oh, yeah. Right? But oh, we yeah. want you to be a bakery for everybody. Everyone. And yeah. so that's what I want to make. That's what, you're, mm-hmm. that's what you've made with all your albums. But mm-hmm. this one is such a... A bakery for everyone. Yeah, that it that it feels like where we stand now in this conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, it is bringing the world together because you've made a thing that says the world will offer you something to listen to. Mm-hmm. Let me just offer you something different. Yeah, let me yeah. just offer you something different. Yeah. and and Jesus is in it, mm-hmm. whether the song is about Jesus or a dude. Yep, right. <laughs> I know, Lauren. That's really good. That's really good. That sounds Tell me if you agree or disagree. It feels like the theme of this album is you. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I was you. waiting to see where you were going to go with it because I was like, I haven't found a theme. Yeah. Like uh, every time they're like, talk about it, I'm like, I like to make music. And that's yes. about as much as I could say. Yes. That, yeah, the theme, the is, theme is me, which yes. is why it's self title. Yes. Full circle. It is so perfectly, of all the self title albums I've known in my life. This is the one that when I listened to it, I thought, yes, this is the title. Yeah. Because this is the one that feels like you today. Yeah. And you'll have another one that feels like you in the future, but this one feels like you and it feels like an invitation. Yes. I'm so glad. Like, back to the success question, this is why. Yeah. Like, that's it right there. Yes. Like, back to what is it, what is a success for this record? And when I say it's already done, it is that exact thing that I've yes. actually been able to put myself on a record yeah. in a way that is just true. It's true to the conversations I have with God. Yes. It's true to the way I see the world. Yes. It's true to just literally all the facets, yeah. you know? And I got, I feel like you get that kind of like a once in a lifetime. Yeah. You know, there's a, yeah. think about like the book that you have yet to write. Yeah. That you're like, right. that was actually the one I wrote all of these other books to so make. So that I could. Yeah. 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 And this record feels a little bit like that. Yes. Like I made the other three records, if yes. you're including the jazz record. Yes. To make this record. Yeah. And Mike Elizondo told me, now Mike has worked on, when I say, he's been doing this for 25 years yeah, and he wow. has worked, he was right hand man to Dr. Dre. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, he, the plethora of music yeah. that he has been a, a part of is, I don't even know if you could keep track of it at this yeah. point. He said that this was, he made all of those records to accumulate to this one. <gasps> Lauren, and he what said a that compliment. With, I know. I was like, what? Oh my God. He said that with tears in his eyes to me <gasps> yesterday. Lauren! On camera, which is why I grabbed camera. his arm. Good. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. He be, you better record when somebody says I something know. like that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And he, he like... Just knowing, wow, this is someone who has poured his entire life, yeah. his family's life. Everybody is involved in what he yeah. does yeah. on a day in and day out basis. 
and he's saying that, that's pretty powerful. Yes. So I just like in that my prayer is like, Lord, take this record and let it be exactly exactly what we experienced in the studio. Exactly what he experienced in the studio. Yes. Exactly what the writers experienced while writing. Like let the world feel that thing. That's it. And let them experience it in the way that only you can allow them to to feel it, you know? I mean it's that take my life and let it be. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is all I got. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, Lauren, so I've heard most of the album, but like what's going to surprise us? What's going to surprise us about this album? Oh, I haven't showed this to any. This is what we worked on yesterday in the studio. There is, you know, like in hip hop, how they do, like for Donda, for Kanye's record, he Uh used his mom's voice. Yeah. And he like, even if you are not ready for the day, I think that's what she says. It will not always be night. That kind of idea, we didn't put a beat behind it, but we did put piano. We took a sermon, and it's kind of this poetic way that expresses exactly what I feel about the world right now. Like, people don't, the way that this man spoke, I feel like we don't get this in our generation anymore. It's from, it's this elderly man in the 80s, and his voice is like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. That kind of voice that you're like, Whoa. How'd you find the sermon? I, you want to know? This is like, this is real life. So when people are listening and you're like, is Lauren really on this record? Oh, let me tell you how real. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm driving down the road. Uh-huh. I'm like, God, I need you. I'm so spent. I don't know where I'm at. I'm yeah. just spent in the spin zone. This was probably a year ago. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have time to read the Bible this morning, but I want your presence. I want yeah. to feel connected to you, just anything. So what I do, I go to YouTube and I Google best sermon ever. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I Google something like, it was like greatest sermon of all time or something oh just like gosh. simple. I was like, and that's what I will listen to yeah. as I drive yeah. for the next two hours. Yeah. And so I pull up this sermon and it was so poetic and moving. It invigorated my faith like, crazy I was like oh my gosh and I highly recommend everybody go listen to the full thing but yesterday so I'm driving down the road yeah I sit in the driver's seat listening to this man just bathe me in the richness of his tone Uh the tone of his voice was like wow and that old vernacular where it's like every single line is a poem yeah and you're like how do you do an entire sermon for however many minutes that is truly word for word, yeah. line by line, a poem? Wow. It's like so gorgeous. Anyway, I listen to that and I say, God, I'm begging you. Let me figure out a way to put this on the record. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know where it's going to fit. Yeah, It's going to be, you know, risky. Yeah, But I want I want to put this on the record somehow. Yeah. And when I say risky, I'm not saying about how like people will perceive it. I'm yeah. saying how how am I actually gonna make it yes. physically on the record. Yeah. And so we had this idea of doing interludes. Yeah. Like we wanted to do interludes that were just kind of these bridges between songs. Like yeah. back in the older days when you'd actually set a record down and you'd yes. lay on your floor and listen to it. That kind of thing. Yes. Where it's like we have so much technology, so many swipe things, blah, yep. blah, blah, right now. 
what is going to make us still enough to listen to a record and how are we going to enjoy it? Yeah. So these are like little mental breaks where it's like, okay, that's a palate cleanser. Now onto the next section of the record. And all that to say, whenever Mike producer came to me and said, okay, let's work on these interludes. The Lord brought it to mind. Don't forget you wanted to put that sermon on there. And that was from like a year ago. Yes. And so I, I was like, oh, please let me be able to find right. this. Right, please oh, let yeah. me Google it again. <laughs> Greatest sermon of all time. <laughs> Nailed it. And so I I end up getting this little excerpt yeah. and putting it on there. And I can't wait. I like For me, it was such a monumental moment of having an idea yeah. and not being like sending it ahead of time, yeah. saying like, I am being a little vulnerable. Right. Could you please go here with me? Yeah. And not like, oh, kind of. Fully open arms. Like, yeah. yeah, let's, okay, cool. We actually already worked on this and we stripped the audio and we did this and we did yeah. it and we put it all together. And now we want you to come in the room, sing on it, do this. You know, it yeah. was like, wow, this is what true collaboration feels like. Yeah. And collaborating for, for something really powerful and honoring the people that came before us. Yes. And anyway. That's awesome. I, that's like just a side note, but I am so excited about that piece. Yeah. And I feel like it's the piece that'll make the whole record make oh, sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And this is a two-part album, right? So is that in the first half or the second half? Yeah, that is going to be in the back half. When you can yes. go and purchase the whole, all yeah. 20 all together, yeah. that's going to live on oh, there. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait for people to hear these, Lauren. This is like, this is the album we've been waiting on. People are going to love it. St. Ferdinand is so fun. Yes. Kaleidoscope Jesus is so funky yes. and so, like, different. That I, 70s I just, show. Like, uh, yes. The scenes in between, you yes. know, like when they're standing or they jump in slow motion yes. in between each scene. Yes, that's it. I mean, the, <laughs> that's the, how that song feels to me. The humility of ego, that song. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Okay, I could just do that with the whole album. That's annoying. I don't like when people <laughs> no. do that to you. It is the whole thing. New, the way it sounds like Lauren Hill's like in you. Oh, God, yes. it's so good. It's so good. Okay, people are going to love it. Lauren, the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Okay, what sounds fun to me right now is a really good coffee. <gasps> yeah? <laughs> you do love so, coffee so much. Wait, you're drinking so, tea, though. I know. Today I was like, I'm going to cleanse my body <laughs> of the, the caffeine, and I'm going to enjoy a nice cleansing green tea. But now you're like, <laughs> regret. But regret. I'm like, coffee. oh, I want that flavorful, rich coffee. Uh, best coffee you've ever had. Like, is there a place mm. or a spot or a, like, every time I'm in this city, I've got to have? Uh, Minotti's in Venice Beach. Okay. Minotti's. Gosh, it's so good. They're flat white with oat milk. Okay. Great to know. Venice Beach. Okay. Dear everybody, line up and tell them Lauren Daigle sent you. Yeah. Just go on over. It's so good. It's so good. And it's kind of like the little hole in the wall. Like, you know it if you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which now everybody everybody knows it. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, Minotti's. I'll take 50%. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Lauren, I love you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Just love being with you. Such a treat. I love being with you, Annie. Oh, it's the best. It is. Thank you so much. Oh, you guys, isn't she the best? Ugh. Okay, this whole new album, just get ready for it. Stream those new Lauren Daigle songs wherever you love to listen to music, especially this new single, Thank God I Do, and follow her on social media if you don't already so you can tell her thanks for being on the show today and how much this conversation mattered to you. For as many of y'all as request her, she's like one of our top, top requests. I hope you'll tell her thank you, thank you for making time. And if you enjoyed this episode or know someone that you think would enjoy it, be sure to share it. If you haven't gotten a chance to rate and review the show, that would mean a time. You can do that wherever you are listening to this episode. And so we heard what sounds fun to Lauren, and now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of our friends who's listening just like you. 
All right, Chelsea, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Hi, I'm Chelsea Jensen from Fruta, Colorado. And what sounds fun to me, I'm a big outdoors person being from Colorado. And um, I love hiking 14ers, <gasps> which is anything above 14,000 feet. Those are so, so hard. Yes. So um, I do, I take a group every year. I'm trying to knock out all 58. And so I'm ready. <laughs> Wait, I'm there ready. are 58 14ers in Colorado. There are, yes. How many have you done? 25. Dude, that is so yeah. impressive. Thank you. It's it's just so fun. It makes my heart so happy. And how long does so, it take you to do a 14er? It depends on how long it is. Um, and, you know, there's different classes. So yeah. certain ones take a little longer because there's climbing involved and, and oh, all wow. of that. So um, we average about an hour a mile, depending on who we're with. But it's just, yeah. And so are you, so this is a full day, but you're not sleeping on the mountain. Oh, yes. Uh, we sleep at the trailhead, usually in our vehicles, and get up super early to get started. And so we get to watch the sun come up. It's it's incredible. Chelsea, you are who I wish I was. I'm so oh, impressed well, with you. <laughs> I was going to say, my dream is to have you and Charles Martin join me <gasps> okay. at some point. Okay. So. I'll tell that to Charles. Listen, yes. me and Charles and his wife, Christy, love when we go and do things together. And so this is not your worst idea you've ever had, Chelsea. Okay. So we will we will get in touch with Charles and Christy and see if the Martins want to climb a 14er with us. Yes, that Just would be incredible. Make it one of the ones you haven't done yet so that it counts, okay. but yep. also not the hardest one. Okay. Okay. There um, we go. I, I have a great one in mind. Okay. And you know, if people don't want to do it, you can actually drive to the top and just oh. meet us at the top. Okay. If you wanted to. Don't let me do that. Make me climb. <laughs> no, I will make you climb it, Annie. Absolutely. Uh, so fun. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Hawaii, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me today. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is my friends want to go snorkeling, but y'all know how I feel about sharks. So what sounds fun to me is sitting on the beach and watching my friends snorkel. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday with our old friend, Jonathan Pecluda. You know him, JP. We'll see y'all then. Y'all have a good weekend.